This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. Hello, hello, everyone. I have another special guest for you today. I have in front of me Gabby Barrett. She is a mama and a wife. First and foremost, she is also a singer and songwriter and um, has a heart for the Lord. I love this lady, and I can't wait to hear all about your unexpected today. Gabby, thank you for coming in. I'm excited. Thank you for having me. It'll be good. Well, could you have imagined that your life would um, be here, like doing the things that you're doing today, singing and Mm -mm. being a mama of almost three? Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Baby number three. Yes, I'm doing good. Um, no. <laughs> Short answer, no. Um, five or six years ago, I would have fallen on the floor if somebody could have shown me kind of what the next few years were going to look like for me. Um, I was in such a different place just in, and it's hard, it's crazy. I'm 23, so I was in high school at 17 still, wow. you know, yeah. and it was just like, crazy fast the way that things have changed and gone um so it's it's it looks a lot different but in the absolute best way like I wouldn't trade it for anything or like move move anything make it any different um I'm I have so much joy with where I'm at and how God has kind of worked things out um and it's a lot, you know, it's, he's given me a big microphone. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I'm just hoping that he blesses my efforts and trying to honor him through all the things, all the things I'm trying to balance and do. So um, it's been wild. I am totally in awe of you because you have, that is the word yeah. that I would use to describe you have, um, you have beautifully balanced life and motherhood and, and work and, and what you do is, is really a ministry too. I mean, I've seen clips mm-hmm. of, of y'all up there on stage in front of thousands and Kate is reading scripture and I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, what if we all did that with the platform that God gives us? Um, it's a I, blessing. It is, it is. I mean, when I came into this, um, world, I guess this town, um, this isn't where I thought God would lead me either. And I was overwhelmed with it. Um, of course, I'm not an artist like you are, but I used to tell people I, my husband is in the spotlight and I stand in the sidelight too. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't like it, but I thought, well, I'll just point back up because yeah, that's all I can do with it, right? And mm-hmm. I've seen you do that so beautifully, and at such a Thanks. young age too. I've seen such—you um, have an old soul, Thanks. and <laughs> I think that you have shown a lot of of wisdom. Um, of course, having babies will grow you up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. But, but let's go back. How old were you when you first stepped onto the stage and you knew that you wanted to sing? Um, I started singing at about nine years old. Um, it was not something I had been doing my whole life, like where you come out of the womb and mm-hmm. you're just banging drumsticks together, <laughs> singing in your microphone or whatever. Um, I was about eight or nine from what I can remember. Um, and I think Adele's song, Rolling in the Deep, was a very uh, popular song at that time. Mm-hmm. And I remember singing it, hearing it on the radio, singing it constantly. And 
Um, I didn't think anything of it, just singing it. But it was really my dad who spotted um, a talent there in mm. that. And he recorded me singing and just thought, you know, this isn't, this may be a little advanced for a nine-year-old, you know, <laughs> I guess. That's what he thought. And so he recorded it. And uh, shortly after he had recorded it and started maybe thinking about that um, and didn't know what was going to come from it, we we would go, I don't know if you ever did this, but we, being from Pittsburgh, there was just tons of schools and fields um, to go up to and a lot of people worked out at mm -hmm. those like you walk the track uh -huh. and you run up the steps and all the things we did not I mean okay we grew up I grew up in really rural Arkansas like we had 180 people in our town okay so, so no we didn't nope. we didn't gather a lot other okay. than church okay okay <laughs> potlucks <laughs> okay yeah so I grew up super city I was like 15 minutes from downtown okay in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania and so anyways we would go and like walk the field. Sometimes we'd go with my parents or not. And um, I had went. It was me and my dad. Um, long story short, there was women that were also some older women that were working out up there. And um, we ran into them, started talking to them. And they had said that they went to a, uh, a church uh, about 15 minutes from my house. And my dad, talk, he started talking about, you know, me getting into singing maybe. And, you know, she... I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what he said, but he said something about me getting into singing. And they were like, well, why don't you have her um, come down to the church and like sing for the pastor? I'm sure he would love to hear her sing. And we were like, oh, okay. So we went down to the church and we met in his office and he's like, okay, so a little birdie told me you can sing. And I'm like nine. I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm sure. And he's <laughs> like, what are you going to sing for me today? And I was like, I'll sing Man in the Mirror by Michael Jackson. And that that's so a song. Funny. That's a song that I tackle. And um, so he starts playing like the organ and I'm, I'm singing. And about halfway through, he just turns around and he's like, Oh, girl, you can sing, sing. It was so funny. And then that's the day that, like, changed forever. I stayed at that church for about two years. And a group of women just, like, worked with me wow. all the time um, just showing me what I was able to do vocally. And then after those two years, so I was probably about 11, mm -hmm. 11 or so, I started doing – that's when I started going and doing, like, the national anthem for, mm -hmm. like – the the home baseball team or the right. Steeler game or, or uh, basketball games at high schools and then trying to do shows at restaurants or, or right. whatever it was. So Were that's you writing your own music at the time? No, not really. I didn't get into that until later, probably mm, 13, 14, 15, but mm -hmm. I still didn't even – what I know now compared to then, it's just like I don't even consider it. Sure. But, you know. But, I mean, to be that young and to start there. Yeah. I mean, most kids aren't. So yeah. that that is something. And good on your dad for calling that out in you. <laughs> Thanks, um, That's dad. something that Shay and I, we pray over the boys is help us to steward the gifts that God has put in them. Yeah. And to call out those gifts. Mm -hmm. Um because that's important. Sometimes it takes someone who is not us to say, mm -hmm. that's really special about you, and you can do that if you right. want to do that. So right. good on your dad for doing that. Yeah, to help your kids kind of thrive and mm -hmm. flourish is definitely a job as a parent. So I'm thankful for that. Yes.
so I started doing shows and then fast forward, I did shows for about six years and then um, my dad and my sister were really, we were all just very tight knit at that time. We would go and plug up the laptop and like do cover tracks from all types of different genres. It was like you had rock and then you had R&B and then you had country and um, country was definitely my favorite. And then when I was about 17, mm -hmm. I got scouted to do American Idol. American Idol. How did yeah. that happen? Were you like in a mall or were they at an event you were singing at? They found me on YouTube okay. through YouTube videos. They had people scouting like the internet for yes. um, talent and I thought it was spam. I was just like, there's <laughs> no way this is real. Like American Idol producers, like, you know, and then you do all the preliminary stuff of you go on right. and you sing for them on the laptop or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then they decide if you can kind of move on to um, be in front of the judges. And yeah, I I did that and uh, ended up third on that season and then met my husband on that season. And wow. it's and then the journey has just been crazy. I didn't realize that you and Cade met on that season. We did. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, he's from Texas. I'm from Pennsylvania. It was just like God's guiding hand in that. He was known as like he he did rock music. Mm -hmm. So he was really into he looked like just like a young dude out of the seventies. Like he wore the, <laughs> the, the button down hair. shirts, the long hair, uh -huh. like the skinnier jeans and the boots and um really, really talented at guitar. Um so he did rock, and then I I did more of country on um, Idol, and he was known as, like, the Bible kid. I was very introverted, so I was not good at going and creating groups of friends, mm -hmm. and I was, like, the girl in the corner, like, with my headphones in. And that can be taken as, like, bad sure. a I mean, lot I'm of the this, time. I'm the same. I call it being a wallflower. And I'm yeah. like, I love people one-on-one. Right. right. <laughs> I get overwhelmed in crowds. I'm not. I just can't. I get, I'm really bad at going around the room and like, hi, how are you? You know, just being more extroverted. Sure. Um, I'm just not good at that. And I've had to learn to come out of that, especially with being like in the music industry. Yes. Um. So, but he had, he had some friends in his group and um, I remember I had to kind of reach out to him and throw the bait out a little bit to him because um, I started to like him and I liked his music. And I liked what he was doing and I thought it could be cool together to do something on the Internet. And so it just kind of went went from there. That is so sweet. Well, OK, how long was it that you started dating between dating and getting married? Dating? um, I think it was a year uh -huh. we dated, and then we got engaged, and then we got married seven months later. Okay. Yeah. So it really was, a whirlwind. Yeah. It was, and I was like 19, and all I had known my whole life was like, Pittsburgh. so much was changing. Yeah. Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. my dad, my sister, the dynamic of like childhood there, right. and you know, you're, you're, you have a different relationship with your parents when you're right. getting into 1920. 19, 20 years old, you know, sure. it, rather than like an you, adult versus the child. Yes. Not 14, 15 mm -hmm. type of things. And sometimes that's hard for parents to walk that out that mm -hmm. I've seen. Um, and so it was, yeah, it was this crazy dynamic. Um, and then I grew up in Catholic school mm -hmm. and Catholic. I was brought up Catholic and, um, but my parents really sent me to Catholic school because they just found it to be better than sure. a public school option. Maybe more conservative. That's, yeah, that's 
that was, that was their thoughts behind right. that. And um, Cade was known as like the Bible kid specifically uh-huh. on Idol. <laughs> and I was so curious about that too. Religion was always my favorite subject in school. I did not do great in school besides that. But religion was always, I was so, so curious about it and so drawn to it. And even growing up in Catholic school, I did not have a Bible in my house. I didn't I didn't have a regular solid Bible right. in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we started dating, he gifted me a Bible. And I started reading it. I'm like, I don't know, 18, 18 at the time. And I started reading it. And it was just like this fountain. It was like God turned the switch on. He, you know, like... I, I could hear, you right. know, when he talks about, like, my sheep will hear me and they'll hear my voice. Yes. And it was like that. And then I just wanted to keep reading it. And and it just completely changed me from the inside mm. out. Um, and it's amazing where God's led everything with my relationship with him, my relationship with Cade, kids, music over the past, like, five years. Wow. Your whole life has been unexpected, Yeah, sounds like. Yeah. What do you think has been like the number one um, turning point for your life? Do you think it was Idol? Do you think it was marrying Kay? Do you think it was becoming a mother? Probably American Idol. Mm -hmm. Um, It was and forever will be a huge highlight. You know, it's not the whole story, but a milestone. Yeah, for sure. And, um, but a lot kind of transpired from that, you know, like getting a management deal and then getting into town and then meeting my husband. Mm -hmm. And then it, the six years before I did American Idol, it was all just singing in a mall, singing in a Chick-fil-A, singing in a grocery store. It just took everything to the next level after getting off of that. So I think that was a very large turning point for me. I mean, Shay and I were talking about this this morning, actually, because it grows you up being in this industry. Um, Mm -hmm. Shay left home when he was 18 and um, from a really conservative small town and household and um, grew up in church and loving Jesus and then entered, you know, the real world. Yeah. And so you kind of are forced to like grow up Mm -hmm. and be an adult and make grown up choices. Yep. Um, and all that comes with it. And then you throw in marriage and buying a house and becoming a parent and then deciding, you know, where you're going to raise your kids, how you're going to raise your kids, Mm -hmm. all of those things. How do you and Cade manage um, balancing what you do and your life on the road with – with your hearts for the Lord, because I, again, I so admire the way that you two have handled um, your journey Mm -hmm. and your parenting and just all of it. Um, Thank you. And I think a lot of women could could look at you as um, an inspiration to balance both motherhood um, and doing that in grace, Mm -hmm. um, but also doing something on a larger platform for the Lord. Do you Mm -hmm. have any advice for women or people or mamas that are out there struggling with, maybe I can only do one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, oh gosh, there's a lot of different ways to go with that. I definitely try my best. It's not perfect, but I rely on just walking with the Lord a lot and His guidance in that. Um, He has really done the work um, in, in both of us and, um, thankfully 
has kept us faithful to his word um, and to being in a sound church and all of those things, which are, as a Christian, crucially important um, to be in, especially in an industry like this, if you're wanting to survive it mm-hmm. while representing and honoring him. That's right. Um, it would be nearly uh, impossible to be a Christian and and not seek counsel from other people, have have the right people around you, um, and most importantly, to have God's word in front of you mm-hmm. and to constantly be in that to mm-hmm. find to to have that be like your your center point, your north on your compass. So that's really what I do, um, and I'm really thankful to have a husband that helps and balances this so much more. I couldn't imagine doing it all by myself, mm-hmm. so I'm really thankful that God has has worked that out um, to where we're compatible in music. We do so much music together, and then we're so much on the same page um, about the Lord and about what our mission is in music and trusting that God will keep our hearts pointed in the right direction um, by reading his word and by always renewing our minds with it mm. um, and our hearts. Also not holding everything in such a tight grip because God mm-hmm. will break your hand if he has That's to, right. you know. And so, and I don't want him to have to break my hand, yes. you know. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, just kind of letting him show me, like, what do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go with this? How long do you want me to be in this? Kind right. of just letting him guide. Because I think if he didn't want us to be involved in music or he didn't want us to be involved in something, I think he makes that very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's proved himself time and time and time and time and time again, um, just in basic examples of, of my life and my husband's life. And the Bible constantly, you know, talks about to be a remembering people mm-hmm. of his word, like remember me, yes. remember what I've done, remember my promises, remember these things. Don't yes. just forget about them. As soon as I, I come in and save the day and then you forget yes. and then come in and save and then the you forget. The Israelites did it. Yes. And for hundreds of years. Yep. Thousands of years. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that's actually so funny that you said that because we're going through, um, a bit of Deuteronomy in my church's um, Bible study, and um, that's what we're going through right now is uh-huh. the Israelites and them wandering for 40 years and um, Moses kind of having to step in and how the Old Testament is such a—a it, it, a lot of people think like the Old Testament and the New Testament, they're different gods. Like it's like, oh, Jesus mm. came, and but the Old Testament God was so mean or so whatever, mm-hmm. you know, so opposite to the, to the New Testament. The Old Testament is filled with pictures, pictures of Christ to come. And then you see him coming and fulfilling all of that in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And so just to try to really be a remembering people, um, really seeking out God and walking in the truth, because you're either walking in the truth or you're walking in darkness. And when the Spirit's in you, it's like yeast in a loaf. You know, it works from the inside out. Yep. So it's working its way inside and out. And you're going to see that within somebody, you know, Mm -hmm. that is spirit filled. And we try to be those people and very, we try to be intentional about what we do in music, what we talk about, how we, how I dress myself, how, um, 
my child what are my children going to think when they look back on this mm-hmm. what do I, what have i left them you know what do i want them to know about mom what well, like right. you know all yeah. these things so i try to think about all of that and take that into consideration while just letting the lord guide and being in the word and trusting him with what he's doing and staying firm and bold in him regardless of what that mm. counter is going to be which is Gosh, hard that is hard you know that is so hard have you encountered any do you have any specific and it's okay if you like don't want to get into it but mm-hmm. if there's anything that comes to mind that was like a specific um like moment where you had to like mhm you know, stand firm and be bold um, versus, you know, just going with what the team suggests you do or because I know that life. I mean, Mm -hmm. there there are so many other people behind the scenes that are involved. And especially when you do what you do, um, people who rely on you for a paycheck because Mm -hmm. they're a part of, you know, the team. And then you feel responsible for that, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And and so they should be considered, but at the end of the day, it's you and Cade that get to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that because you are so intentional about um, keeping God the focal point and the center yeah. point, that you don't you don't drift into mm-hmm. you know. I think what a lot of people drift into because people want to stay relevant or they don't want to offend someone. Right. So something I can think of is. Um, yeah, I won't get into specific songs, but there's been large song opportunities mm-hmm. that have come in for me to do add on uh-huh. um, or be a part of. And something between myself and my husband, and I respect him a ton, um, and I listen to what he has to say, and I think he deserves that. And the Bible talks about us doing that for our husbands. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been songs that are just not appropriate to sing wording wise that Mm -hmm. are just not and I can't draw that like these love songs that are really intimate like Mm -hmm. wording wise and then when you accept a song right there's obligations that goes along with it that you could sing it on award shows together you might be doing interviews together what does that look like on the stage what does that dynamic look like if I'm singing with another man is that going to make my husband uncomfortable Probably. Mm-hmm. And I respect him and love him so much that I'm not going to jeopardize my mm-hmm. marriage to do a duet right. with somebody. You know, like I care about this a lot more. Uh-huh. And I pray and hope and know that God will bless my efforts in trying to keep my marriage straight mm-hmm. and not That's so just for wild. a duet I mean, or whatever it is. So wise. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you are putting boundaries around um, yes wise boundaries around your relationship with your husband and i yes i wasn't even married this is a story that people don't know um i wasn't even married to shay yet we'd been dating for a year and i drove him to the airport um we were dating long distance from arkansas okay. and i drove him to the airport to fly to nashville to shoot a music video for one of his new songs, um, and he'd written it for me. <laughs> and on the way to the airport, he said, oh, this is the treatment, which the, for you who don't know, treatment is basically like the script for the music video. And um, it involved another girl who was playing essentially me mm-hmm. in the music video. Mm-hmm. And 
that's not what I signed up for. At right. this point, we knew we were getting married. We'd looked at rings. Um, but I was kind of like, I was hesitant to even date him because of this industry and um, what it represented right. to me and, like, my past. Sure. Um, and so that was a moment for me to be like, this isn't what I signed up for. You're not an actor, actually. Right. You did write the song. Mm-hmm. You um, are able to voice your opinion mm-hmm. on what you're able to do and what you're not, you right. know, comfortable with. Right. Um, and I— Pretty sure he got off the airplane with a really long text message from his sister (laughs) because Mm. I told her about it and she was maybe more angry than I was. Mm. Um, And I kind of was just like, you know what? You make your decisions and we'll see how this goes. But at that point, I had kind of made my decision and I was like, you know, if he does this, then I'm out and I'm good because this isn't what I signed up for. One day when we're married, this was the conversation I had with him. Right. One day when we're married, um, how embarrassed will I be telling our kids that, Mm -hmm. like, daddy is singing that song to someone that's not mommy? Mm -hmm. You know, which sounds immature, but for me, that was my boundary. Sure. That makes sense. Um, And I think it's very wise. I've actually wanted to do an episode on boundaries, so I love that we're covering this. Yeah. I think it's really wise for boundaries to be in place and even to Mm -hmm. have them in place preemptively, you know, before a situation comes up. Let's just Mm -hmm. let's just say these are like. These are our rules for the rest of of whatever. And of course, you can change them, but. Sure, discern that, you know, discern whatever comes up and right. discuss that. No, I agree completely. I mean, God sets boundaries in his own character yes. and in the Bible. You know, like a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say, don't put God in a box, but God puts himself in a box. He tells you who he is. He yes. tells you what he likes. He tells you what he doesn't. Mm-hmm. He tells you how to honor him and how he's made life to work and how he's expected husbands and wives to be to each other, how mm-hmm. he's how he expects children to be to their parents. And you know, so it's like, uh, yes, very healthy. I treasure my marriage and my relationship with the Lord the most. I'm thankful that God has um, instilled in me. Um, I think my husband has said this and counselors have said it when we've seeked counseling about stuff. Mm-hmm. Um they were like, you're both like strong-willed people. So I think God has blessed me, thankfully. I'm thankful for that in this industry. Yes. It would be so difficult if if it was just like a wavering thing all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't, but he's he's given me the spirit and it's really, it, it, it helps me to be very firm no matter what, what the the push is from outside industry and outside people. I have people, tons of people that say to me or have texted me or commented about me and said, she is ruining her career by by talking about these things and by, um, you know, X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. um, because I treasure a, a godly marriage yes. over anything the world could offer because mm-hmm. that is – so much. I know where I'm going. Right. I know who I'm going to see, who, who who you're going to answer to one day. Who I'm going to answer to. And it's to. not those people. Exactly. And those people are going to have to answer to him too. And so I'm trying to do the best with what I've been given for him. Um, so it's in, 
it, it's it's an interesting thing, just walking kind of day by day and figuring that out. Um, and life's going to look, I don't know what it'll look like in five years, 10 years. I don't know how long I'll be doing music for, but I'm just here for the ride that God's kind of taking us on and mm. um, trying to be wise with what he gives, you know. So. I mean, you've done so beautifully. Thank uh, you. And, and don't you feel like having children really solidifies that boldness? Um, I will say yeah. for myself, um, in in my younger years, I was kind of a doormat. I was a people pleaser, mm. um, always quiet and reserved and and always um, put other people before myself. Sure. Um, and... You know, enough life happened before I met Shay that when I, by the time I met Shay, I was like, no, the man that I meet, like the next man I'm going to marry and we're going to lead our family in Christ. And these are, and he just lit up and I was like, oh, <laughs> here we go. Um, <laughs> but I, that really started then. But when I had Asher, our first, mm. it was really for me like a, I truly don't care what the world says mm. about me, about my husband. Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't about us. It's never been about us, period. Mm-hmm. It's always been right here about the Lord and what he's done and what he's going to do. Yeah. Um, but then when you bring someone into the world, you're like, it's our responsibility to set the example for for him. Right. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. And mm. you you can teach a kid anything you want, but they're going to follow by what they see your mom and dad do. Sure. Um, And so again, with setting boundaries and again, for standing for something that you feel is the right thing. Mm -hmm. And a prayer that we say all the time is God help us choose to do what's right, even if it's hard, Mm -hmm. even if it's the hard thing. Mm -hmm. And we can't just say that over our kids and then not be willing to do the hard things. Yeah. Um, that aren't comfortable or that don't make sense for your career yep. or that people don't like or people disagree with. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I'm, I'm just Thank in you. awe of um, of a mama that is 23 and in the spotlight that you're in and you're still willing to to stand your ground. Try my best. You're Lord, keep great. me faithful, please. <laughs> keep you faithful towards it. But, yeah, it's been... It's challenging. It is. And it's difficult with all the fleshly parts that play into it of, you know, if a song does come in or what, and there's, a, or there's an opportunity that mm. comes in and there's a part of you that's, you know, it's like flesh and spirit battle, like all, all the, time. the time. It's a constant yes. warfare every day. Right. And, um, yeah, it's just, I, you know, you feel that want to, you're like, oh, this will kick things in the right direction. You know, oh, this I really want to do it. going. Yeah. And then, but I'm like, but, you know, this is what's more important to me. This is what I need to, you know, they're just little tests and little trials. That's and, right. And just sharpening your faith and seeing where you're at. Right. Um, and those actually help me to see where I'm at in my walk mm-hmm. with, with Christ, if that's off or you know, or if we're on the right track. Um, and and so far it's been, it's been really good. It has its challenges, but, and I'm thankful for a team that respects that a That's lot. Huge. That's huge. They respect that a lot. My label and my management came to, they were at my wedding. Mm-hmm. So, um, and <laughs> through that whole thing, it, it was very like Christ oriented and our vows were, yes. you know, so you got a picture of like who we, 
who we were as people, who right. we were going to be, what we were going to be walking and what we were going to be about. And um, it was really sweet. I think I think um, the head over the label right now, her name's Chris Lacey. She's awesome with Warner and love her. And she was at my wedding and she was like, hey, whatever we got to do to keep this together, like, let's do that. Mm. Like, and I was like, that's huge. That's just amazing. It yeah, is. Yeah, that is that is amazing. Not everybody says that. It's that is a fact. I, I yeah. know when Shay, you know, when they were in their early years, I, I, I feel like, and this is my personal opinion, mm-hmm. but I feel like at the time it was very much um, like the male artists needed to be seen as single, mm. um, you know, and attractive to their sure. audience, yeah. and that you, you yep. know they don't need to play up their girlfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I feel like everyone started getting married, mm. and it really I was super thankful um, that so many people got married in the same season because it would have been difficult. Yeah. I think at that point, management was thinking, some management, not all, but I think a lot of them were thinking, oh, well, you know, the family look is good too, mm. which mm-hmm. <laughs> which worked, works in our benefit. Um, but I do know how difficult it can be mm-hmm. um, in any entertainment industry. Mm-hmm. So I love that she said that to you. Yeah, that was really... Really nice and encouraging to me that I was like, mm. they're not thinking we're wackos here, you know, yes. being like, oh, what did I get myself into? That was just the beginning of meeting them and knowing them and signing with them just a few months prior. Um, so they all they all just know how we are, and I appreciate them so much for um, still wanting to continue with us, you know, um, in, that, in that way because the industry is not – I mean, I I personally wouldn't consider it God fearing. Right. You know, right. it's not um, like it's not family oriented. No, in industry like um, uh, music genres aren't known for um, really God centered keeping marriages. Mm-hmm. I constantly mm-hmm. see stuff about divorce yes. constantly all the mm-hmm. time, and it's so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. It's well, so heartbreaking. It, it feels, and we can sidebar here, but I feel like right now it's becoming really idolized. Um, yes, I feel like so many outlets Basically. are pushing it and idolizing mm-hmm. it. And I, I'm, I'm not, I'm heartbroken for anyone that has to walk through that. Yep. Um, but I also don't think that it should be held up in, um, in a place of a celebration. Right. Um, no. because that, that I is agree. heartbreaking and it's, it's not something that you should aspire to. Right. Um, Definitely, I understand that that things happen, mm-hmm. but gosh, it does break my heart to see how culture is really trying to push the narrative of um, divorce is cool mm-hmm. and should be super celebrated. Like this one's getting divorced. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a divorce thing is pushed more than somebody getting married. Absolutely, like I see more about divorce than right. I do of people uniting in marriage. And yes. oh my goodness, if it's involving the Lord in it, I really don't see much of that oh. at all. No, no, I can't really tell you many that I've personally, and I have to be on the internet all the time, all the time, you know. And so I'm kind of plugged into that to to that world a bit more from being involved in it so much. And it's um, 
Yeah, it's heartbreaking because I feel like it's just more and more and more and mm. more and more people. And it's like 10 years or this amount of time and these people are splitting, those people are splitting, everybody's splitting. And so I think that's another reason why I'm so protective of yes. of my choices right. and what I – because I'm really Well, putting, we're hyper aware of what yeah. society is yep. pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Just if you let yourself go, right, and just kind of go with the flow, you see where a lot of the flow is going or ending up. And there isn't a flow. Let's be honest. There's not a flow these days. Yeah. It's very much um, it. it, It's a lot of the same message from Mm -hmm. same places. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah. Wherever you look, unless you're looking for maybe a conservative, you know, viewpoint, which is you know, part of the reason I'm thankful for podcasts, people can go and find, mm-hmm. you know, someone whose voice they like or respect or their opinion. I don't know, whatever their reasons are, there there are conservative voices out there. And there are people, um, Candace Cameron Bure and like, yeah. you know, Sadie Robertson and these mm-hmm. people that are championing um, faith and, and living it out in yeah. culture. Yeah. Um, and that's what you and Kate are doing. Thanks. And Thank you. I don't know. I just think that there should be more of it. And uh, hopefully we'll have um, more of you guys on. And I'm super thankful Thanks. that you got to hop on today. Thanks. Thanks Would, for having me. Uh, did I see you making bread on your Instagram the uh, other day? Probably. I don't. <laughs> I try to make bread. I'm getting into my bread making. I tried it too. Okay. Like trying and? to enter that era, but also I'm not good at it yet. Enter that era. <laughs> trying to get in more in the homesteading thing. Same. <laughs> same, like, same. Um, so I've got like some basic, there's just, there's so much science to it that so I didn't realize. I'm not realize. a science person and I'm like, this yeah. is why I'm bad at bread. Because I'm not either. I was bad at science. Yep. I wasn't great at science either. And there's a lot of science to it with different flours and proteins and yes. I'm just learning that as I'm diving into the baking thing more, even with cookies. You probably saw me doing, it was cookies. So being in like, you know, this time around pregnant, third time around pregnant, I've really been, and I'm more of like a cake girl uh-huh. over Same. cookie girl. Same. But for some reason, I just really want like chewy chocolate chip cookies. Yes. And so I've been finding different recipes for them because there's a thousand and trying them. And I have not found I one that found I'm one just, yet. no. I'm so far deep into it that I'm like, maybe we should buy our own millet and grain, like, oh, and, and like. Make your flour, make basically. Make flour. Wow. Because I Good hear, for you. I haven't. I haven't gone there. But I'm like, <laughs> maybe there. for Christmas, okay? <laughs> um, you know, with mom with three kids, who has the time? But yeah. <laughs> let's make the time. Because I read or I heard that. If you freshly mill it, yeah, that the flour retains more of its nutrition if you do it like right away. Okay, which makes sense. Yes, it's kind it does. of like having like something on the shelf that's like probably lost some of its nutritional value. Yep. So it makes sense, but okay. I can't say that me and my science background are going <sighs> to get there. I'm not there yet either. Um, I also saw a funny the other day that said that chickens are like the gateway drug to. Like homesteading, and I'm like, they're not wrong. Chickens. We might get chickens too. <laughs> I want chicken so bad because I buy pasteurized eggs. We do too. Like the pasture raised, like grass fed eggs yes. all the time. We have. We need to get chickens in Texas. We split time between Nashville yes, and Texas. I knew that you did. We go back and forth yeah. to Arkansas as much as we can, but Asher's in first grade now. So uh, okay, okay, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, that's a hard when school yes. comes into yes. play with that. But, but, I mean, don't be surprised if you hear that we have moved onto a compound in a few years. With chickens. I, with chickens, yes. And, and freshly made well, flour. Grammy's already got the goats and the cows. Like, we've got the, <laughs> we've got the farm on you okay. know, the farm in Arkansas. Yes. So. Might as well add chickens. We might as well. Is there anything, any piece of advice you would give to mamas out there or to women that are holding on to their marriage and trying to have boundaries for yeah. their marriage, um, no matter what career they're in, or no matter if they're a stay-at-home mom. I mean, that's like the hardest job of them all. Mm-hmm. So any piece of advice for um, women, for mamas, for anyone? I would. The best piece of advice I could probably give is just to be encouraged by the Lord and His Word. And it is such a light when you dive into mm-hmm. it. Um, I love that the it, word came alive to you when he gave you that Bible. It did. It just, exactly. It came alive and it has changed my life and I can't ever go back from it ever, mm. ever. That is what y'all should be encouraged by today. Yes. And there's hope in Christ in a very weary and strange looking world with a lot of brokenness, mm. um, just looking to Christ and hoping in him, hoping in his promises, yes. and who you will see and where you're going and just yes. doing your work in front of you is um, definitely filling yes. to my soul and my heart. So I would encourage that for especially any moms. Absolutely. Um, moms and wives, and for the, sure. The thing about the word is it reads you and it changes you. Yeah. Like that's what it does. It's not you going and mm-hmm. necessarily finding answers for the world, but it's going to change you and your heart and your perspective and the way you see the world mm-hmm. and how God wants you to see it and react to it, um, even as a mother and as a wife um, and as a child of God. Gabby, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I love you. And I can't wait You're to see a- all the things that the Lord has in store because I know that um, you are faithful. You have been faithful. And um, I just... You're going to move mountains. You're going to change lives. You're thank already doing you. it. Um, thank <laughs> you to Cade, uh, who allowed yes. you to be here today. And my lovely um, husband. To your babies for, for missing their mama today. And for this new new babe on the way. New babes. Another girl? Another girl. Okay. I don't know anything about girls, so I'll come visit. <laughs> I know. I'll come visit, and I'll bring some bows because we don't have bows in our life right now. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you for being on. Thank you very much. Good to talk to you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share this show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.